Hello and welcome to the First Class Escapes podcast brought to you by First Class Holidays as always. Now, if you're looking to be inspired by some of the most incredible destinations from all around the world, then you are certainly in the right place. Join us now on a journey of discovery for beautiful destinations as we get advice, tips and insider knowledge. And that's the key from people who have been there. Now, I'm TV and radio presenter Jenny Powell, your host today. And in this episode, we're going to take a trip by rail through the Rocky Mountains of Canada to the Red Rocks of the US of A with Rocky Mountaineer. And once again, I am absolutely delighted as always, to be joined by Paula from First Class Holidays. Hi. So good to see your face. <laughs> Hello. Um, she's got all the advice we need, as usual, when booking a train journey with Rocky Mountaineer. Um, and Paula, I know it always brings a smile to your face. Um, I know that, you know, train journeys are one of your favourites. Yeah. So what can we expect with this one? Well, Rocky Mountaineer is, is an iconic brand and has been operating for quite some time, but does travel by rail through certainly the Canadian Rockies and, and its new route in the Red Rocks of the USA now. Um, arguably the best way to see the scenery. It's, you know, five-star service, amazing, um, just amazing everything, basically. Mm-hmm. You know, it is, it's it's my certainly my favourite way to travel through the Rockies. Well, if Paula says it's her favourite way, mm-hmm. then it's our favourite way. And also our favourite person uh, joining us today... Yes, we have a favourite. He is Tim Palmer from Rocky Mountaineer and he's going to talk us through everything we need to know about the Rockies and what the Rockies have to offer. Well, I I just want to say thank you very much for having me here today and and hopefully I can deliver the same expectations you've set. Absolutely. No pressure, (laughs) but actually there is. So first of all, can you tell us um, about Rocky Mountaineer? Uh, You know, first start with a little history. Uh, We're a family-owned company founded by Peter Armstrong And Peter's whole vision was to connect Vancouver, British Columbia to the Canadian Rockies, specifically the towns of Jasper, Lake Louise, and Banff in Calgary. The key component to Peter's vision was to make it an all daylight rail experience, meaning you do not sleep on the train. Peter knew the importance of seeing the wonderful vistas and not sleeping on a train overnight through this beautiful landscape. So you'll travel by train during the day, overnight in a hotel, and then the next day, repeat that experience, get back on the train. So while you're on the train, and Paula said it wonderfully, it's a five-star experience. You know, we have these amazing hosts on board. They're there to service your every need. Uh, The hosts are storytellers. They're giving you facts of the region that you're traveling through. You're following along with a mile marker map. So they're giving you the points of interest that we're, we're going right past. They're also there to serve you the great cuisine that we offer on board. Uh, it's an all-inclusive environment. So whether you want to top your drink off with an alcoholic or non-alcoholic beverage, that's entirely up to you. The beverage cart doesn't start typically until about 10 in the morning, um, at least the alcoholic beverage cart. So I, I know that might be a little bit late for some. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, you know, today Rocky Mountaineer is known for offering luxury train journeys on four distinct routes in the U.S. and Canada. And since it was founded in 1990, Rocky Mountaineer has welcomed more than two million guests and has become the largest privately owned 
premium tourist train in the world. And, um, you know, premium it is, like mm -hmm, you said, definitely. Paula. Uh, Five-star treatment. Oh, five-star plus, really, isn't it? It really, really is. And it's 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 on many people's bucket lists. And, and it does get repeat customers as well. So it's um, a fabulous two- or three-day rail, rail journey through some amazing vistas, um, breathtaking scenery, and service to match that, you know, with, with wildlife viewing opportunities from the comfort of your seat and um, amazing food. Oh, <laughs> Eggs Benedict, I can still almost taste it now having my breakfast on board. And, and you know, the beautiful, you know, um, they've got some amazing panoramic um, viewing cars, um, dome leaf um, cars. And I know one of my favourites, certainly on, on gold leaf, they have two distinct different classes of travel so they have silver leaf and gold leaf um on 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 the rocky mountaineers certainly the one traveling in canada and the uh, they have not only is a split level dome carriage uh, with these beautiful panoramic windows rather and a gorgeous dining car um but they have an outdoor vestibule as well and just being able to sit stand and take a picture of the front of the train or the back of the train or wherever, whichever way you're positioned. But to feel that mountain air while you're actually on board the train is quite unique as well. That was certainly one of my highlights of it. Wow, so what, like a like a balcony on the train? That's, well, it's like that, a big vestibule that will, uh, I don't know. It's them. An outdoor viewing platform. Thank you, yes. Tim. An yeah. outdoor viewing platform. <laughs> yes, but it's amazing. You Is can it? fit quite a few people on it, can't you? Absolutely. You know, between the different trains that we have, even in the Silverleaf, there's an outdoor area that four people can fit comfortably, but the largest of the outdoor viewing platforms in the Goldleaf uh, is, you know, probably up to 15, 12, 15 people comfortably outside. Some people will sit there a little bit too long, uh, take their pictures. So, you know, you give them one of those comfortable elbows uh, and they'll move on. <laughs> a polite uh, nudge. A, a, a little nudge. <laughs> um, but, you know, interesting, you say that repeat travelers that like to experience the destination. I heard a story of a lady that lives in Alberta who's been on the train six times, I believe. And she said she just feels the luxury experience. And, and she's going through some of the same scenery that she's seen before. Uh, but it's just that luxury experience in her own backyard that she really appreciates. Wow, I bet. And, I, and I'm sure even going six times every time, you are going to see something different, something you never noticed before. Yeah, I've, I've experienced Rocky Mountain Air 12 times now, um, different routes, different ways. And, you know, I can share some of those experiences a little bit later in the, the discussion, but... Uh, it, it really is amazing to see the attention to detail, to see the differences. And also for me at this point to know when perhaps an eagle's nest is going to be coming up or, you know, to know where to look out for some of the black bear, grizzly bear in the, in the habitats. Oh, I love a good bear. <laughs> You've got me there. You've sold me there. <laughs> but I do like good bear when I'm on a train and the safety of my own uh outdoor viewing platform <laughs> see i've got it yeah going right inside and using the domed windows when the grizzly bear are close to the train might be a, a better idea <laughs> oh it sounds so exciting this is definitely on my to-do list that's for sure um so why is rail a great way to travel in canada and the usa you know many travelers enjoy the social atmosphere on board a train uh they talk about the spacious design of the train cars especially when compared to a plane, 
um, you know, movement and, and ability to get up at your free will. The scenic routes, you know, that's something that we were just discussing. Uh, you have the freedom to take in all the sights without worrying about navigating your automobile around. You can miss a lot doing that, can't yes. you? Yes, yeah, very much. And, so. and the fights that transpire between couples with why didn't we take a left or why didn't we go see this site? I want to stay. Yeah. You've been there, haven't you, Tim? <laughs> Once or twice. I have a family of four. <laughs> so basically, it's a journey. If you go by rail across Canada or the USA, um, you can still be together at the end of it. <laughs> That's a couple. Many marriages have been saved by a true rail journey. But, you know, not, not all train experiences are equal. And I was told one time, that there are some train companies that offer a service and some train companies that offer a journey. And Rocky Mountaineer truly delivers a rail journey. It sounds like with the food, um, with the drinks, with um, opportunities to view the amazing landscape outside, you know, there there's little that you have to worry about um, and much to enjoy. I advise people to sit back with a glass of wine in one hand, a camera in the other, listen to the you know narration from the host on board and just be in the moment. Don't worry about anything else. We don't have Wi-Fi on the train. So you have to disconnect from life a little bit and, and really stay in that moment. That is so, mm. that, refreshing, I think, isn't yeah, it? it is refreshing to say that, Tim. Well done, because I think that's another thing, you know, where you say, right, I'm going to go on this journey. I'm going to take this break. I'm going to go on this new experience. But you kind of, your mindset is way behind. And, you know, you don't, you have to let go of everything. And once you are, you're in that that is, you've escaped basically, haven't you? Um, and you're, you're you're in amongst nature. You have to connect with nature, uh, which is what you do on on these journeys, isn't it? Um, and by doing that, you have to be you know in the moment. At night, you have your Wi-Fi again. You can post to social media. You can let everyone know that you were on the Rocky Mountain Air, enjoying the beautiful sights. But it, you know, and that brings that socialization together on the train as well because not everyone's looking at their phone. They're actually communicating. So when you do see that first eagle uh, and, and everyone's in awe and shock, or when you see that first you know, deer, what have you from the train, the wildlife really brings everyone together. The camaraderie of having your eggs Benedict, you know, and, and just didn't expect to be that, that good, that well-prepared. It's so refreshing that the sort of like the approach that you're taking there. Um, and um, yeah, I think a lot of people appreciate hearing that. Um, so what are the different journeys available, starting with your new USA route, um, Rockies to the Red Rocks? Yeah, you know, this was a uh, five year process, probably even longer. When Rocky Mountaineer started in 1990, we had two rail routes connecting Vancouver to Jasper, Vancouver out to Lake Louise and Banff. And, you know, somewhere around uh, 2016, 2017, the premise of we need to expand, we need to look at other areas in the world. And they had a map in one room in Vancouver of all the different rail routes throughout the entire world, down to New Zealand, up through obviously Europe, lots of great places. And they wanted to take that 30 years of experience that we've had up in the Canadian Rockies and try to duplicate that, try to give some of the same experiences, the beautiful scenery, the unique towns, 
the mountain atmosphere, the wildlife. And I really think that we've delivered with that in the U.S. with Rockies to the Red Rocks. So this is a two-day rail journey connecting Denver, Colorado to Moab, Utah. And Moab, Utah is the eastern desert of Utah. The landscape is like none I've ever seen. You know, it's it, truly a different landscape than I've, I've ever seen myself. We travel for about eight hours between Denver, Colorado and Glenwood Springs by train. We get off the train in Glenwood Springs, Colorado, and that's your overnight destination in a hotel. The thing I like most about that experience is you don't have your luggage with you when you get on Rocky Mountain Air. And Paula, I bet you enjoyed that too. Oh, immensely. Especially when you see the size of my case, trust me. <laughs> <laughs> so you have a responsibility of making sure that your luggage has a tag on it. Your luggage is put in a truck and it's transported to your overnight hotel. So when you arrive after your eight-hour experience on the train going from Denver to Glenwood Springs, your luggage is in your hotel already. You're just responsible for your day bag. You can leisurely walk to the hotels. They're all within a short five-minute walk. We do have a bus service if people need that as well. Have a great overnight stay in this historic vacation town. I say historic to your, um, you know, definition of that. It's 140 years that they've been vacationing, <laughs> you know, Glenwood Springs. And, and we think that's amazing here in the States. <laughs> but then the following day, we, you know, depart Glenwood Springs. It's about a six hour day continuing on to Moab, Utah. Uh, and then from Moab, my goodness, the sky's the limit. You have some of the best national parks the U.S. has to offer from Arches National Park, Zion, Bryce, and the whole thing could culminate in the party city of the world, Las Vegas, Nevada. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> Travel east to west, west to east. So you could start in Vegas, end in Denver, start in Denver, end in Vegas. Uh, or if you want, Salt Lake City is also relatively close and could be a destination. But I do think that Las Vegas is quite the draw, especially with those national parks in that area. And Tim, what about um, the Canadian routes that you offer? So in Canada, uh, it's two and three day rail routes. So the U.S. one is a two day rail route, rail journey. Uh, in Canada, we have a three day rail journey that connects Vancouver to Jasper. And you go through the resort town of Whistler. Whistler was home to the 2010 Winter Olympics. Uh, it is a stunning year round destination. Definitely well known for its skiing, snowboarding. Uh, but in the summer, it all comes to life and you have a great overnight there. We then also go up to the town of Quinell. And this route is called Rainforest to Gold Rush. Because when you get into the northern part of British Columbia, you're getting into that Gold Rush region, leaving the rainforest of British Columbia and Vancouver behind. Uh, and then getting to the high alpine of the Canadian Rockies in Jasper. So when people are thinking about the route, what they would like to take, you know, do we want to take the three-day rail journey up to Jasper? You have another two-day rail journey that goes Vancouver through Kamloops, British Columbia, which is in a semi-arid desert region again. So you do get these desert regions, not quite as, um, you know, a desert as the eastern Utah region, but then ending in Jasper. 
And then the most popular route, the route that has the best history, because it's where the last spike was driven when connecting the rail from east to west in Canada, that's called First Passage West. And you have the choice of getting off either in Lake Louise or Banff uh, when going from Vancouver through Kamloops. And again, you can start in the Canadian Rockies and end in Vancouver. So people that are doing perhaps a cruise associated with Rocky Mountaineer, they may want to think about, do I want to do the uh, Rocky Mountaineer experience before I do my Alaskan cruise? I mean, it's choice again, isn't it? Yeah. It's huge. And for such wide and varied experiences. No, Paula. yeah, definitely. And it, it marries itself within an itinerary so well and so perfectly. Um, so, yes, we can... It's very, very popular with Alaskan Cruise as a partnership. Um, and it's very, very popular with self-drive itineraries as well. Because what's what's wonderful, they, they do do some circular itineraries, but most people will do a, a one-way rail journey. Mm-hmm. Um, and what what we can do to accompany that or to build in the Rocky Mountaineer within an itinerary is that there are endless options. There really, really are. So you can either, for example, fly into Vancouver, do your Rocky Mountaineer, say to Jasper or to Banff, and then we can pick up a car and then you can have, a, you know, however long you want to stay in the beautiful Rockies Resorts. If you don't want to drive, we do coach transfers um, or we do escorted tours. So that all, all will incorporate the iconic Rocky Mountaineer um, journeys throughout those itineraries. So it's a very flexible way um, of incorporating this on many people's bucket list itinerary, um, a bucket list element. And just like before, because Rocky Mountaineer does get get very busy and does get very busy in advance, Mm -hmm. what we are very fortunate with, though, is that it does operate um, a few times a week um, from April through to October. So um, what we would do, anybody looking at an itinerary, we'll always look at Rocky first and then we'll build the rest of the itinerary around it. So, and, you know, and they're all fabulous. All the itineraries that they do are amazing. They really, really are. It just depends on what suits you, you know, what, what your preferences are, which way you would like to travel. And even if you're not sure, that's where you come, yeah. you know, you come into the fore because, you know, you, you can guide people... And I know you know it well, mm-hmm. and just uh, nurture them um, in the right direction. Definitely. And what's wonderful about, I mean, I know certainly for, for Rocky Mountaineer, um, we have still even got pockets of availability for this year as well. So people are booking last minute as mm-hmm. well as booking well in advance. It's go, it goes our, our either or. So I know certainly there's quite a bit, um, we've got quite a few dates available still on the USA route with that being quite a new route as well. And that's certainly drawing in um, passengers that maybe have loved Rocky. Well, everybody loves Rocky, I'll be honest with you. In all the years that I've been at first class, I've never known anybody to complain about Rocky, which I think is testimony in, in itself. So um, so people maybe have loved the Canadian route, for example, that may now want to try um, the USA uh, SA route. And, and it, of course, it's opening that that option up to people to try try something different. And it's, it, is, it is a new programme, so it'll be interesting to see how um how it how it fares the, all the choices basically are yeah. up for discussion and Definitely. that's what you're there for mm-hmm. um, so tim coming back to you um just tell us about the service levels available when it comes to rocky mountaineer well any way that you travel with rocky mountaineer it's going to be a great experience but clearly service levels makes a a minor difference in in the overall experience you know 
when we started back in 1990, we only had one service level. So when we talk about choice today and, and all these great different routes that we have, uh, we had a service level called Redleaf. And that service level retired after 25 years of service in, in 2015. What we have today is Goldleaf and Silverleaf. So Goldleaf was introduced in 1995. We now have 26 Goldleaf rail cars available for use. This is a bi-level dome car. A lot of what Paula was talking about earlier with the experience of the you know, upstairs dome experience, that's where your assigned seat would be for the two or three days that you're on the rail. You go down a spiral staircase or a uh, elevator. We actually have a single person elevator for anyone with mobility challenges. You know, no reason that you can't be in this class of service either. You go downstairs to your dining car. And we have about 70 passengers in total on the Goldleaf rail car, but only about 35 seats in the dining car. So on one day, half the team, you know, group eats. On the next day, the other half eat. I kid. We, we split it up into two services. <laughs> I was going to say, my God, what you changing? <laughs> uh, no, yeah, you do like a first and second sitting, don't you, type of thing. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so if you're first sitting on day one, you would be the second sitting on day two in the train. Try to balance it out like that. Um, so in 2012, we introduced Silverleaf class of service. So there was a three-year period where you had red leaf, silver leaf, and gold leaf. Um, it was kind of the small, medium, large approach, right? Giving people uh -huh. more choices. And eventually the small just didn't meet the standards that Rocky Mountaineer was trying to you know, stride for. So we're left with the silver leaf, which is another dome rail car, these oversized windows, but it's a single level rail car. And the, the single level rail car at this point means that you will dine at your seat. There isn't a dining car or dining area in the Silverleaf. Um, but more than enough headroom, legroom. Uh, have you been on the Silverleaf car at all, Paula? Yeah, I, I did. I'll be, I'll be very honest with you. It's fabulous and it's great for what it is. Um, but we do find that Goldleaf does tend to outsell our Silverleaf or uh, you know, it's it just seems to be. I mean, it's 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 they're arguably both fabulous product. Just obviously, Gold Leaf is a little bit more expensive, but well worth every penny. It's what suits you yeah. and what suits your budget too. Um, but both are equally amazing experiences. And in the U.S., um, unfortunately, the Gold Leaf rail car is too tall for the tunnels <laughs> that we have in Colorado. Uh, we thought maybe we would work with Union Pacific Railroad and see if we could make those tunnels taller. Um, right now, that's still a conversation, believe it or not. But we'll work see how in they progress work. there, Tim. Something to yes, work in but progress. We do have an upgrade service in the yeah. U.S. as well. Um, so we have a lounge car that is attached to two of our Silverleaf train cars, and those lounge cars are exclusive to the upgrade class of Silverleaf Plus, if you will. So in the lounge car, you have another um, whole room that has oversized seating. There's additional snacks that are available. You have a bartender in this lounge car as well. So if you do have those gold leaf class of service travelers that enjoyed the U.S., I mean, the Canadian routes, perhaps they would you know, still want to travel with us and experience 
Silverleaf Plus in the U.S. So what's special about Rocky Mountaineer? You know, we've touched on a lot of what makes Rocky Mountaineer special so far. Uh, The spacious glass-domed train cars are above and beyond something that makes Rocky Mountaineer extremely special. The incredible scenery. You know, when I think about um, some different rail experiences in the world, and I, I get my hand slapped on for this at times, but to take the train through the northern part of the U.S., through the Dakotas or through Manitoba and Saskatchewan, the plains of Canada, there's not much scenery that you have at that point. So, you know, people question, why do you stop in Banff? It's like, well, we stop in Banff because from Banff on, there's just not this spectacular scenery. No offense, Calgary, but, you know, (laughs) it's it's the plains of, you know, the rolling plains of Alberta and so on. So the the scenery definitely is a great component. The cuisine, uh, Paula is still salivating just thinking about breakfast over Mm -hmm. there. Um, You know, it continues on. We're we're capturing local cuisine. We're, We're locally sourcing the food on the train as well. The friendly service, you know, when you're looking for a five-star experience, service is a key component to that five-star experience. Oh, yeah, it's paramount. It's, you know, it is for Mm. sure. And it makes such a huge difference, Tim, as well. Massive difference to the whole experience that you're going to go through. And then um, we've talked about socialization. I think the people that come on Rocky Mountaineer, they are like-minded individuals. They're trying to have a similar experience. So the camaraderie, that socialization, it's it really brightens up the whole, you know, rail car and the smiles on people's faces are are a lot of fun. Um, And I think, you know, the last thing that I would say really separates us and hopefully it doesn't really separate us, actually. But the effort that we've put into health and safety protocols over the years, uh, especially as we've made our way through this pandemic, getting on to, you know, a, a different time in travel. I never knew I would know how quickly the air exchanges in one of our rail cars. You know, I don't need to know about the HVAC and and all these ionizers that we have, you know, on the train as well. But indeed, I do know about that. And I think it's a very safe environment to be in. Oh, definitely. And it is it is important, isn't it? It is important that as situations change, that we invest our time and money and, and our, our knowledge into making sure that the, the travel for all of our customers is as safe as possible. Mm-hmm. And they feel comfortable as well. Mm, definitely. definitely. Um, yeah. And so for you, uh, Tim, what are your best experiences on Rocky Mountaineer? What do you think? Oh, geez. You know, I... Know. I... I knew I'd get an OGs <laughs> out of you eventually, and this is it. Jeez, oh, Jenny, I, um, do you have to say that? I started, my first experience with Rocky Mountaineer was in 2002. I was with another company at the time, and we were doing a learning experience, a learning journey, if you will. Um, the first day, I was in the Red Leaf class of service, and I thought it was nice. I thought it was pleasant. The second day, I got into Gold Leaf, and you've heard everything that Paul has been talking about with Gold Leaf. I was greeted with a mimosa, you know, it's just such a different level experience. And I fell in love with the destination, the amount of wildlife that I saw, you know, within the region. And it was after going to Alaska that my whole thought of what Alaska was going to be like, it ended up that the Canadian Rockies was what I thought Alaska was going to be like. It was beautiful lakes and rivers with an abundance of wildlife just truly an amazing experience. 
Um, but then again, when I joined the company in 2017, you know, they make you go on the train again, right? When you join the company, what a <laughs> difficult experience that is. Uh, so when I was on there now, now I'm looking at it with a different lens. I'm focusing on what's the attention to detail? How am I going to sell this? You know, what are they doing? And within the first half an hour on the train, I knew that I made the right decision to come represent Rocky Mountaineer. Oh, definitely. No, definitely. I know. I, I mean, I, I was very fortunate to be on one of the inaugural trains in 2014, 2015, when the engineers were actually on board the train as they were upgrading all of the gold leaf carriages and we were testing them out. So you were literally showing us all the different um, all the different specs, the mm -hmm. all the different upgrades that they'd featured. And I didn't think they could possibly upgrade it. And I was like, wow. It was completely taken aback. So it's it's continually evolving as well. Um, it's a product that's been around for a long time, but it never fails to deliver. It really, really does. So it's it's one of those that it's worth every penny. And it can be a big investment, a big part of an itinerary or a part of a budget. But as I say, we never have people disappointed. Never have been. And I think that's testimony to what Rocky Mountaineer put into the program and, and just how well picked and well organised everything everything is that is done for them it sounds like there's such a great heritage already um you know but mm. it's ever evolving we listen to the guests and mm. this is something that i'm really happy about you know representing the company as well um when we know that there's a challenge or or you know we we fix it and we look at how to improve and even if it's not a challenge the one thing i heard this year is our plates we want to make sure that the plates are a specific design so that you don't hear scratching of forks and things along that. I mean, it's amazing the attention to detail that you have. I was just going to say, it's <laughs> all in the detail. And what I can uh, gather from the conversation that we've had, um, which I know could go on for hours um, because you're enthusing about it so much and I know it's really a, a quite, you're both quite passionate about it, mm -hmm. is that there's a connection. There's connections made between people, you know, People are in the moment um, and, you know, they enjoy, you know, those the, the, the attention to detail. They appreciate it, um, even if they didn't realise before they got on the train. I think it's only sometimes when you, you know, you're there, you think, oh, actually, that is a really good thing to have or to, to do. Um, so so overall, the big picture is connection, mm. not with just each other, but also with nature as well in the best possible way which is with rock and mountaineers. Yeah, definitely. And it's it's just how how they do everything. I mean, uh, go I know on on one of my last journeys it was um sailing. I see I think it's like a cruise on rail, you <laughs> see. Um which it often is compared to, isn't it, Tim? Um it is. but the even how they I don't want to spoil it for people, but even how the train disembarks from ah. Vancouver, for example is so iconic. You can't just yeah. leave it like that. It's just amazing Paul, how they, can't well, we can't we you have to travel on it. You uh, have to travel on it. Tim, we can't, we can't give all the secrets away. Some experiences are meant to be seen for the first time. Yeah, definitely. Well, there's the temptation there right for me there. Uh, <laughs> and before we wrap this up, how do we how do we go about booking this one? 
Well, yes. Uh, obviously, here at First Class Holidays, we can help put together any itinerary, including any of the fabulous um, Rocky Mountaineer routes for you. And then you can either give us a call on 0161 um, drop us an email on Canada at fcholidays.com or go on our website, www.fcholidays.com. Or, of course, um, you know, please, if you don't already have um, a local independent travel agent, we have a whole network of fabulous travel agents across the UK that we can recommend one for you as well. And really, it's just a case of us pinpointing, ironing out your itinerary for you um, and making sure we can get you on, on whichever Rockies route you want to do. And just like availability um, on any of these iconic rail journeys, we will always look at Rocky first right. and then build the rest of the itinerary. Front and say It often marries itself, as I say, with the lights of cruising or with we can incorporate it. I love the flexibility of Rocky. I really, really right. do. And the fact that we can, no matter how you want to travel, you can incorporate a Rocky itinerary within that um, within that holiday. So if you want to drive, great, you can do a car. If you don't want to drive, you've got all the transfers. If you want to be completely taken care of, have a fully escorted tour, including Rocky Mountaineer. If you want the flexibility of doing a bit of car, a bit of coach, a bit of train, You've got it. So the the choices are endless. Um, the only thing I would say, just don't leave it too late. It does get booked up. Okay. So why should you book your Rockies train trip with first class holidays then? Well, we are number one to Canada. Yes. And we don't. Yeah, we um we certainly um are an award winning tour operator that sell more passengers probably on Rocky Mountaineer than anybody else in the UK. And we're very very proud of our our heritage and our association with Rocky. Mm. Um. But essentially, you know, for you as a customer, um, we will make sure you're completely taken care of. So from start to finish, we'll make sure we find you the best itinerary for you. Um, you're, we are an independent tour operator and we are fully bonded. And so meaning that your financial protection is not something you have to uh, worry about. And we have fine attention to detail is our aim. So we'll make sure... We share your passion for your holidays. We've we've been built on our our industry, um, and we're we're well known within our industry for our service element. But just like Rocky, we want to make sure you have the very very best of the itinerary to suit wh- whoever. So we'll make sure that we completely take care of you from the initial inquiry stage right until you return home. Well, we've certainly uh, shared the uh, passion for um, the Rockies train trips here um, on our podcast today. Um, And thank you so much for listening to First Class Escapes. I've been your host, Jenny Powell, and I hope you've been inspired, I certainly have, by what Rocky Mountaineer can offer too. Who can't be inspired with the one and only Tim Palmer from Rocky Mountaineer? Um, He's got a beautiful, big, lovely smile on his face, and I just want to say thank you. I thoroughly enjoyed listening um, to the adventures that are possible with Rocky Mountaineer. I I, want to also thank you, Jenny, but also thank First Class Holidays. A partner like that really makes our job a lot easier. They're already setting the proper expectations. They know the product. They know the destination. And when the clients get there, they are going to get what, you know, is expected. And and I, I really appreciate 
this partnership. So thank you very much, Paula. Thank you. Is that lovely? Mutual love. (laughs) Now, if you've enjoyed this episode as much as we have, then please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so you can get the next episode on release day. Make sense and do leave a review we love a review don't we (laughs) we do yes so uh, don't forget you can find your perfect break for you by searching for first class holidays today and as for us well we'll see you next time for your next escape